to the creep end. I'm your host Brittany. This is my co-host and sister Kaylin. Hello. And it's episode number 19. Good job. Uh, thanks. I know how to count. <laughs> and we're doing haunted houses. Famous haunted houses, not just our own haunted houses. Um, I, however... I have some, uh, some up spooky updates. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so when I was editing our last episode... Nope. Stop. Stop. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. I'm done. I quit. <laughs> I'm, set, I'm putting in my resignation right now. <laughs> uh, at, like, so like, at 17 minutes and, like, around 30 seconds in... Um, there was, it literally, I don't know, it sounded like a, like a female voice whispering or like a little kid whispering. I don't know, it was weird. It was super weird. Was it me making a joke? No. no. Oh. No, I will, uh, I'll go find it for you. Please don't. And you can put the headphones on and listen to it. I was like, I thought, cause I, I caught it cause uh-huh. I, lis- I listened for like yeah. the dogs and for whatever random background noise we in always have. In this episode, have. it's gonna be my kid's feet. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and so, like, I always listen, and then I, I catch those little noises mm. because I'm always listening yeah. for them so I can edit them out. And I literally replayed it over and over and over again, and it's like, we're both, I think we're both talking. Oh. Or it's it's hella weird, dude. Oh, God, It's no. totally weirded me out. Guys, we've made it 19 episodes in, and I still haven't listened to one. <laughs> I'm gonna make you listen to the weird EVP I caught. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to snippets, but that's about it. I haven't listened to a full episode. Not that I don't like what we talk about or anything, but just because I can't listen to myself talk. Oh, and there was something else that I caught at like 23 minutes and 21 seconds in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, um... it's my spooky update, so... If you guys go back and listen, and if you guys can hear it, let me know. Because I... I don't know. I have no explanation for for it at all. I don't think I want fucking explanation no, for I'll play, it. I'm gonna play it for you later. Like, no fucking thank you. <laughs> what about you? Anything exciting? Spooky? Um, hold on, let me fall out of the chair really quickly. Okay. Well, so you know how in my living room next to the wall where the TV is, mm-hmm. it's the, the hallway that leads into the bathroom and the bedrooms, right? Mm-hmm. So at nighttime now, I've been seeing something move in that area out of the corner of my eye. Mind you guys, my peripheral vision sucks, so when I see something out of the corner of my eye, it's it's usually there. Mm. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I, um... And I blame you. No, I'm just kidding. Blame me. That's your juju. <laughs> I got my own juju here. I got my own juju. Uh... Yeah, I just keep seeing the thing poking its head around the corner. Mm. Mm-hmm. I saw. I thought Justin had walked 
Mm. And it was like peeking around the corner. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. No, thank you. Ew, and I saw this TikTok of this guy, and he's like in some basement or something, and he's like, why does it look like that? Why does it look like that? And it's like, it looks like this little kid ghost, like, poking its head in and out of, like, behind this, like, no. stone wall. <laughs> this is why I stay off, stay off of creep talk. I'm all over freaking spooky TikTok now. And it was hella weird. Well, not, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's how algorithms work. But I feel like algorithms are more creepy than paranormal shit. Uh, yeah. You know how our last episode was Winnebago's. Oh yeah, those started popping up yeah. all over my. So feed. now I, there's that one woman that lives in Appalachia. Yeah, and she's talking about how to like survive the mm-hmm. and all of yeah. So I was like, oh well, here we go. I asked for that. Uh, I didn't ask. For- so yeah, I keep seeing all sorts of spooky shit. There was one. Ah, oh, there was another one where like the guy is like, like this shit's flying around his kitchen. And then he, like, goes back and he sits back down on his couch and there's a fucking shadow in the TV reflection. I just, oh, shit my pants watching that one. I'm like, god fucking damn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm alright. <laughs> Ugh. Nope. It's, mm. But, yeah, so that's about it for, oh, excuse me. So, yeah, that's about it for my spooky updates. I, um, now I'm terrified of editing more episodes yeah well it's a good thing you edit it and i don't because i would throw the computer well and like the weirdest i guess it's not weird i mean it can happen at whatever time of day but we always record like during the day so Mm -hmm. it's just like i feel like that's nighttime shit maybe it's just the wind because it's been really windy a lot lately Mm. it's just the wind it's Mm. just the wind yeah yeah the wind right up on the microphone yeah sounds like a little kid whispering or something yeah Mm -hmm. for sure Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Could have well, been me like crunching ice or something. No, it. it I'm. Op- I'm gonna play it for you. Please don't. I'm gonna play it for you. It sounds like. Okay. It's t- it's like happening kind of like right at the end of me talking. I think mm. so. It's like I can't even like. You know, like, turn up the volume on that bit only because it's like talking alongside of me mm-hmm. or you or one of us so it's like i can't just yeah take away our voices because we only have two mics with our voices on them so uh yeah so that was that so that's fun um so before we get really started mm-hmm. i know we really like i know it's a paranormal podcast and everything mm-hmm. but i do want to send out a trigger warning Mm. For child abuse. Oh. That's a good call. Good. Um, I don't have... I don't think we've ever had to do a trigger warning, but... That's a good... No, that's a good idea. Um, But I do want to send that out there. There, In part of mine, I don't know necessarily in Brittany's, but in part of mine, there is a section where I briefly discuss child abuse. Yeah, I don't have anything like that. Uh, Thankfully. Alright, so I am going to do the Sally House. So the Sally House, and you can Google this, so I'm not just putting anyone on blast. You can actually go tour this house. Uh, so I'm, if, you, if you're if you ever in Kansas, 
Because we all travel to Kansas. I mean, I do sometimes. <laughs> so the Sally House is located at 508 North 2nd Street in Atchison, Kansas. And, uh, you know, in case you were wondering, it has a 3 out of 5 rating on TripAdvisor. Oh, shit. <laughs> it is a small two-story brick house on the bluffs of the Missouri River. It was built for the Finney family in 1867 and was occupied by them until the last descendant, Dr. Charles Finney, died in 1947. At least four members of the Finney family had died in the house. And, um... It was a fly. It's on your microphone. It buzzed in my... It's okay. I know, but it buzzed in my ears. I have the... I Brittany was about to just shit her pants. <laughs> oh Everything was okay. It was a fly. I just twitched so bad because I thought it was on my ear. But then I was like, wait oh a second. Oh, anyway. Ew, I don't like that. I hate flies. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah. Another death in the house, um, supposedly, was that of a young girl named Sally. One story claims that a neighbor brought her daughter Sally to Dr. Finney, um, and she was screaming in pain. Uh, they believed that her appendix had ruptured, and then, um, so, uh, Dr. Finney took her in and put her on his table mm -hmm. and didn't properly sedate her and started to do appendix surgery and didn't realize that she could still feel everything mm. and was still awake, and they say that she died of blood loss and shock. Another story is that Sally was a little girl that lived in the house, and then she also died of a botched appendix surgery. And another story is that she was taken to Dr. Finney for a respiratory issue, and he didn't recognize the seriousness of her symptoms, and she ended up dying of pneumonia. So, that's the three origin stories of... I feel of like no matter what way you go like yeah what the fuck um and i'm not sure who came up with any of that so all right that's just one of those might have happened or none of them happened or yeah so after the death of dr finney many people had like went through the house um like and no ugh, jesus many people had lived in the house but like nobody lived there very long so they had a ton of tenants but nobody that stayed really, like, longer than a year. And then Tony and Deborah Pickman moved in in 1993. And little Sally took no time in letting her presence be known to the Pickmans. She would play with the teddy bears in their um, baby's nursery. She hmm. would take them off the shelves and place them in a nice little neat circle in the middle of the floor. And, uh... The uh, mom, Deborah, she would go in, she'd put them away, come back mm -hmm. out, and she'd go in there later, and they're back mm -hmm. placed in a circle, so. I wouldn't be that creeped out if it wasn't a circle. Like, if it was, like, a straight line or something, <laughs> you know, or, like, kind of stacked up, like. I feel like anything strategically placed is creepy as fuck. Well, yes, for sure, but, like. It's very poltergeisty, like. I feel like circles are just even worse. Like, yeah. there's just something about circles that don't sit right. Yeah, it makes it seem like a little teddy bear seance. Yeah. Um, and uh, she would often 
uh, you know, go past the room and find that the lights would be on, like, minutes after she turned them off. Mm-hmm. She, or they had supposedly tried to, like, you know, get photos, and there was one incident that, um, they had a little bear next to their TV, and they were, like, hearing noises around the TV, so they went to take a picture but as soon as they took the picture, the bear turned itself completely around. Oh, like hell no. Yeah, like 180 degrees. But they didn't catch it in the photo because it happened right after they snapped the photo. No, thank you. <laughs> Tony's sister-in-law would report an overwhelming and unsettling feeling. The family dog would bark at the entrance to the baby's room. And the cats would stare at unseen things all over the house. The baby would wake up about every hour as if somebody or something was waking him up or playing with him. See, that's the part that, like, it's not that it's comforting, but it's like, okay, like, she's playing with my kid, like. Okay, we have two very different thought processes on this. I don't know. I'm over here like, don't touch my baby. (laughs) Like, don't wake up my fucking kid. I don't it's know. hard enough to get her to sleep. <laughs> I, I guess it's, like, just to keep it at peace, I guess. I guess. Like, you can play with my kid, just don't fuck up anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Play with the toys, that's fine. Just leave us the fuck alone in a nice way, you know? Mm. Um. So, the neighbors would also tell the family that the nursery light was left on all night. And mm-hmm. they'd often ask, like, why do you leave the light on all mm-hmm. night? And they're like, uh, we don't. Yeah. But apparently they did. But thanks for asking. <laughs> um, so at some point they decided to try and go stay with Tony's parents. And as they were leaving, Tony was scratched on the back. Um, he had another incident in the room that had been Dr. Finney's surgery room. Oh. And he said it got like extremely cold and he got a really bad, like unsettling feeling. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden long bloody scratches appeared on his arm. Oh, fuck that. So, a psychic uh, named Barbara Connor had visited and then claimed to have spoken to the spirit of a child named Sally, who was seven years old, with pain in her abdomen, her hand, and a toothache. Oh, man. Uh, This spirit told Barbara that she thought Deborah was bossy (laughs) and annoying. All right. (laughs) So Barbara suggested to them that maybe they should start, like, you know, gently reminding Sally of, like, who owns the house and, like, what the rules are in the house. And, like, I guess setting boundaries on the ghost or spirit or whatever. And uh, they all, she also suggested that they get her some of her own toys that she can play with. So okay. Deborah ended up getting Sally a doll. And she wrapped it up in, you know, wrapping paper as a gift and left it in the nursery room. And then she claimed that one day she went in and she found the doll in the middle of the crib. And that the box flaps were bent outward really, like, weirdly. Mm -hmm. But none of the wrapping paper had been torn off. So, Mm. like, yeah, all of the wrapping paper was pretty much untouched minus the flaps of the box that had been, like, opened. Interesting. But she said it like they were all bent at, like, weird angles. Yeah. Um, And some of the other photos that they did manage to get some, uh, you know, evidence. Um, They would photograph streaks, shapes, 
Uh, in one photo, there was like a bluish swirling mass. Um, there was a dark mass with like a marbleized appearance in the nursery door. Mm. They took a photo from the bottom of their stairs. And somewhere in the middle to the top was like a white mist. And then they went up to the top of the stairs and took a picture down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And there was like a complete like area of just dense blackness at the bottom of the stairs. Um, they then began to see the apparition of a young girl wearing like early 1900s clothing. So they also um, invited a friend of theirs who was also a psychic named Renee Leaker. Liker? And she came in to investigate. And when she arrived to the house, she saw a tall man in the window. Um, And as soon as she started to approach the house, he left the window and looked like he was going into the kitchen. Mm. And of course, when she stepped into the house, no one had been in there. Yeah. Uh, She said that she felt the house had many spirits in it. Not just that of a little girl. Yeah. So there was many spirits now inhabiting the house. And she advised them to burn sage to help clear clear the mm-hmm. house and, you know, maybe help the spirits get to the other side. Mm-hmm. So when Deborah did so, she got to the master bedroom and Tony was attacked. He was scratched and he was thrown through the air. And then when Deborah ran over to try to help him, like, she couldn't lift him up. It was like something was holding him down onto the floor. And after this attack, he said that he constantly felt the presence of something evil around him. And that he would often be scratched, burned, and cut after that. So he was taken, like, the grunt of it. And why didn't they leave? They did eventually. Oh, okay. Um... So other things that would happen in the house while the uh, Pikmins lived there was objects being thrown, including a lamp thrown at Tony's mother. The lights and radio would turn themselves on. Timers in the kitchen would go off. Candles would light themselves. There were like finger marks in the wax of like burning candles. So obviously nobody's going to go stick their hand in an actively burning candle. But they would find, like, finger marks. Yeah. Um, And then some unused candles were randomly melted. So the wicks were Mm -hmm. still in place and they hadn't used them, but the wax was melted. Hmm. Uh, They would hear disembodied and unexplained voices. Uh, Fires would randomly start in the nursery. In the nursery? uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's fucked up. Right? And then uh, there were unexplained smells, temperature fluctuations, electronics would malfunction, furniture would be moved, they would see shadows, uh, things would disappear and then Mm -hmm. reappear in different parts of the house. Um, And there was like a really weird like mold on items in the kitchen that had been recently used. Mm. So like just, just like all the apparently. like food mold, black mold, like on a, their appliances. Oh, on their appliances. Yeah, so like you like used your food. blender yesterday, and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of like mold on Ew. it the next day or something. Yeah, and then of course people's hair would be pulled, people would be pushed, the scratches, mm-hmm. the burn marks, 
the cuts, etc. So there have been many investigations. So this house is open to tours. It's been featured on a ton of shows. Mm-hmm. Um like you can we can go tour it like you just pay like 10 bucks or something you can go in all right so there's been like many uh like professional investigations as well as like you know assholes like us that go in and investigate (laughs) but um in these investigations people catch like a lot of evps which is uh electronic voice phenomena if you don't know what an evp is so well thank you because i didn't (laughs) oh yeah so that's when that's like when people have like a you know like i said earlier how i caught some voices Mm -hmm. on here it's yeah when you have some kind of recording device and you hear you catch voices or whatever on it um uh so yeah they would catch evps they would hear actual voices um people would feel physically ill Uh, people obviously would be scratched and then have difficulty breathing they would end up with nightmares after um, investigating and then uh, people also reported that after they left there from their investigations they ended up in financial distress Mm. they had failing or damaged relationships Mm. uh, with not just romantic partners but like family members yeah People ended up with medical issues, uh, got into auto accidents, and they also people have also reported that dead they had deaths of family members or pets after they visited the house. Um, some think that the Sally House is a portal to hell, okay, or a portal for evil spirits to kind of come in and out. Um, mm-hmm. There is a record of a Sally living in the house at some point, but she was like a 35-year-old woman. So she wasn't obviously a a child child and she didn't die in the house. Uh So a lot of people think that Sally is actually a demon or another inhuman entity disguising itself as a little girl. Which, kind of one of the basic things about, like, demonology is that... um, it's kind of the same thing with like the Annabelle story. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people think that demons will disguise themselves as spirits of children mm-hmm. to gain access to you and Got like it. play on your emotions mm-hmm. so that they can get access to you mm-hmm. or your house or whatever you kind of invited in because you think it's a little kid and you're, oh, it's just a little kid. Oh, like poor baby. Let me. I retract my statement earlier where I said I'd let her play with my child. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that's what some people think about the, the Sally house. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I tried to keep it short and sweet. That was, because I, the last two episodes I felt like I was rambling on for a million years. So, (laughs) um, so yeah, like I said, you guys can go visit the Sally house. And I thought, (laughs) what better way than to just read a couple reviews oh dear so um lee amber says one star sally yes i love her yeah i seen her and she looks pretty good lol happy it was amazing love to do it again 
Sounds like a... I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, Larry says, a $36 ripoff. A small house with a few ghost stories at $18 a person. We were there for 30 minutes. (laughs) Okay, Larry. (laughs) Damn, Larry. Calvin says, an overnight stay might be a thrill, but it's a small place with little to see and doesn't seem to have the same energy during the day. Well, I don't think much has any same energy during the day. I don't have the same energy during the day. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, uh, I'll read you a good one. I was trying to read some of, like, weird, goofy ones, but here's a good one. Jackson says, I stayed the night, I stayed the night there for our work trip, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and the toys were moving. What the fuck kind of work trip was he on? Oh, that's I want to know. <laughs> like, what do you do for a living? Uh, <laughs> what is going on here? Right. Uh, and Chloe says, three stars. I almost got possessed, but other than that, it was fun. And lastly, here's Riley. Five stars. I have not been there, but the other reviews say they did not feel or see anything. That could be because of the ghost. The ghost may not like you as much as others, kind of like you don't want somebody staying in your house without permission. Oh. So, I just thought it was funny that she felt the need to yeah. write a review. <laughs> I have not been there. <laughs> but here's some, here's some shit. Oh my goodness. Oh, 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 oh I'm gonna, oh, this is a little, oh. So Charletta says five stars. I've never been to this house, and I never knew this house existed until recurring nightmares that I have had being trapped inside this house and trying to escape. I remember in my dream, I jumped from the window, and I was terrified, and I remember the neighborhood. I remember running down the street and yelling for help, and no one could hear me. I had no idea this house was haunted until now. Oh, that's fucking weird. There's a, It's a lot more on here. It's on Google, uh, Google Reviews if you guys want to go look, but... Alrighty then. So, um, people got five star reviews for just um, not going, not going. So, okay. So that's the that's the Sally House in Atchison, Kansas. And if y'all ever travel to Kansas, next time we go to Kansas, (laughs) you know it's on everybody's itinerary. Okay, so (laughs) the the last time I visited Kyle before he came back home, we chickened out of ghost hunting Mm because. So we were driving back from wherever the hell we were coming back from, mm-hmm. and there's hella cemeteries just on, like, the side of the road. Like, they built the freeways around some of the cemeteries. Yeah. So sometimes, you know how, like, when you get on a, the on-ramp to a freeway, there's, like, a little triangle mm-hmm. of land? There'd be, like, a cemetery in there. Yeah. So they, like, literally built around the cemeteries. There's well, a butt ton. Fuck Kansas. <laughs> hey, it's pretty creepy. That's- so then I was like, huh, I wonder... I wonder if any of these cemeteries are haunted. Mm-hmm. Which, also, there's a cemetery, I don't remember where in Kansas, but we'll probably cover it later. Uh, and there's a, um, is it a mausoleum? I think. Probably. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't plan to be buried, so I don't know these a things. A tomb? A tomb, maybe? The one where you, like, walk in? Ye- I th- it's either a tomb or a mausoleum. Yeah, but, like, only one person's buried in it. And you can't, like, really go in the door. Like, if you think of Coco, you know how, uh... Yeah. What's-his-face was in that, and you had to break in. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. I don't know what that no, is. No, I know what you're talking about. I think Any. that's a Mona Lisa. Mo- <laughs> a Mona Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> this is a Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Mausoleum. Um, oh, dear. 
but yeah there's one of those there and that one is called like the portal to hell and it's like a famously haunted cemetery in kansas as well okay if you go there don't ever show up to my house I don't need the portal to hell to follow you to my house. But we were like, so I was like Googling it. And then of course the Sally house came up. And then I think this, I think Atchison, don't quote me, is only like an hour or two from Wichita. Mm. Not that we were going to drive there. But apparently in Wichita, there's like a bridge where the ghost of a woman cries for her baby. And you can hear like screaming. And then we were going to go to the bridge and like Kyle's friend uh, Austin, he was like it was like midnight, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you guys ready to go?" And he's like, drinking a monster, like ready to go. And we were like, "No, nah, never mind, we're not going." <laughs> and he's like, "What the hell? I'm trying to go ghost hunting." And we we're like, "No, nah, we're not going." Bro, drank a monster. Yeah, for he this was shit. like super thrilled, and we were Aww. like, "No, fuck that, we're not going." And we ended up going to this like midnight donut shop instead, where he got a second monster. And drink that. Oh my god. So, yeah, we got midnight donuts instead, and uh, we did not go ghost hunting because I was reading up on how haunted Kansas is, and I was like, yeah, you know, I don't really want to, I don't want to bring this home. No. No. Mm-mm. And it was like on a whim, I wasn't mentally prepared, and I was like, nope, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pussy out of this one, I don't give a shit. No, there you go. <laughs> Alright, what do you got for us today? I got the house of death. Yes, and I've never heard of this one. It is located in New York, and New it York. is in Greenwich Village. Greenwich. Greenwich. Sorry, it's spelled Greenwich. Yeah, I know. Greenwich Village, excuse me. So you know how there's a there's a street called Greenwich uh-huh. in Dad's neighborhood? Yeah. And everybody called it Greenwich? Uh-huh. I didn't know it was Greenwich until studying music from New York. Oh. And then the teacher was like, yeah, it's Greenwich, and I was like, what the fuck? I've been oh, saying this sh- wrong like for twenty years. <laughs> all right. Well, I've just been corrected, and yeah. that's okay. That's all right. Well, everybody in our stupid ass neighborhood calls it Greenwich. This is true. I'm also going to give you guys a forewarning. I did this while extremely exhausted from a weekend <laughs> full of shit. So, bear with me here. I did the best I could. Um, so it is near Washington State Park. Yes, Washington State Park. At least that's one of the websites told me. (laughs) And the building was built in the 1950s, right before the Civil War. Um, The house has actually been home to a few well-known people like Mark Twain. Um, And going in, just jumping right into, like, the first family that really, like, lived there, lived there. So it was James Borman Johnson and his family. He was the founder of the Metropolitan Underground Rail R- Railroad and the Broadway Underground Railroad. What those are exactly, I'm not entirely sure. I didn't think that really mattered to everything else we're talking about. Um, he, at the time, was responsible for many things that would be unique um, in New York City. And let me learn how to read my own handwriting. And when he died, his wife and daughters moved into the house. But it wasn't until after they left the house that things were got weird and unlucky and all the spooky things. In total, there's 22 people who have died in the home, um, which is a given reason for this house to be referred as the house of death. 
August 9th, 1987, the new owner hit a boy while being reckless on his bike. The boy only broke a leg, but the guy was arrested, which was the first unlucky thing to happen in the house after the other family had moved. Mm. Um, Mark Twain lived there for a little over a year. And like I said, I was tired and I wrote a month at first. <laughs> and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> It was a little over a year. Um, He was having some mental health issues, uh, money problems, etc. And I just found out that he had a different real name. And I feel like a fucking idiot. Mark Twain? Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. Samuel Clemens. Yeah. Oops. My client's uh, friend's family owns a house that he supposedly haunts. Yeah, remember um, that? I don't remember that. Oh. But you see, I don't remember anything. I felt like an idiot. But anyways, that's right. <laughs> so, Mark Twain was skeptic of ghosts, but he wrote that one night he saw a large piece of wood in the air. And back then, I guess you could just carry guns and shoot at whatever the fuck you wanted. Yeah. So, he brought out his gun and shot at it. It fell to the ground and then was surrounded by blood drops. Ew. He had tried to talk himself into that it was a mouse or a rat, but the house wasn't known for having an infestation problem. So, and how would a mouse or a rat like levitate a piece of wood? Piece of wood into the air? I don't know. Be a giant rat? Unless it's Mickey Mouse, I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes! So yeah. Um. Mark didn't have many great memories of the house, but he actually can be seen going up and down the staircase in a white suit. Oh. Yep. Um, He is possibly responsible for the marching sounds you can hear in most of the vacated parts of the house, (laughs) which doesn't surprise me. What the hell? A mother and daughter had encountered uh, Mark Twain's ghost and said, and... He had said, my name is Clemens, and I has a problem here. I gotta settle. Then he disappeared. Oh, all right. But there was another article that I read that had more to the story mm-hmm. and stuff, and he said a lot more, but like I said, I was really tired. <laughs> barely got <laughs> He through. said some more stuff, but... He said some more stuff, but <laughs> that's pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> said some more stuff. <laughs> so in 1937, the house was actually transformed into a 10-unit apartment. So more than one family got to live there. Oh, okay. In 1957, Jan Bryant Bartell moved in with her daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mother immediately told, said that a monstrous... Uh, holy shit. The mother immediately felt that there was a monstrous moving shadow that and she feels like it followed her around everywhere. Another time she saw a ghostly figure in the hall. She reached to touch it and felt something that was explained, quote, a substance without substance. She could feel the tips of her fingers freeze, numb, but they tingled, end quote. Um, There's also... oh. Sorry, I rewrote into something. So she called in a medium who said that they had felt something. They're something like dead under the floorboards, possibly a young girl, an aborted child, and a small gray cat. Ew. Um, 
She had tried cleansing the home, like, multiple times, but was unsuccessful and eventually left the home. Um, Bartell's dog died also while in the house. And then after that, the deaths came quickly. Like, more and more people actually died. Mm. They moved far away from the village, but some of the spirits followed, and Jan became the tenth person to actually pass. Mm. Um, November 2nd, 1987. Okay, so this is the trigger warning story, guys. Uh, November 2nd, 1987, and... New York saw a tragedy at the house of death. Uh, Lisa, excuse me for pronouncing this name last name wrong, Nussbaum was murdered. Mm. And her mom had found her unconscious and unresponsive. And she called 911. And when help arrived, they found Lisa naked and unresponsive on the kitchen floor. And her brother was tied to a playpen. Oh. Um, her illegal adoptive dad, I'm gonna stress illegal, adoptive dad had beat her to death and the baby survived. Mm. Um, her adoptive dad was arrested and just released from prison in 2004. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he served an adequate amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Mm. Hope he's lost a limb or something yeah no that 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 got to me i hope he got shanked yeah i do too most ones who beat the beat children do get shanked so it's all right um yeah so that's they there's no like nobody has really like seen or had any connection or contact with Lisa as a spirit or as a ghost mm-hmm. in that house, but there is a little girl that runs around there, mm. and they're not entirely sure if it's her or not. Um, in the apartments next door, they have witnessed flickering lights, a ghostly female in a long gown wandering a corridor, um, a resident that had been a photographer, had seen her floating there for more than 20 years. Mm. Ew. Yeah. So, and of course, paranormal investigators have visited and have reported things like a lady in white, which refers to what I've talked about earlier. Um, Sightings of the spirits and ghosts have been documented in the 2000s, so they have been recent and up up to date, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um... And the house still has residents. Oh. There are names on nine mailboxes out of the ten. Oh. And it still lived in. And there's still paranormal paranormal activities and sightings, naming the stairwell in the building the most active part of the house. So mm-hmm. a lot of the spirits and the ghosts go up and down the stairs which i guess you know i guess is a good workout but hey um so and then going back to the lisa story i'm sorry about that i don't know why i didn't put this on the fucking front page 
but it said in one article um, they found that following the tragic incident with Lisa, activity from ghosts had calmed down. Mm. It hasn't, like, fully gone away or Mm -hmm. anything, but they feel like the ghosts witnessed something extremely tragic and didn't want to be a part of it either. Ew. Yeah. They were like, nah, we're, we're done here. Pretty, pretty much. Yikes. Um, but like I said, it hasn't... There, It's still haunted, and it's still... There's still spirits, and there's still ghosts and stuff that roam through there. Yikes. But it's not as, I guess, as much as it was before that. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah. Hmm. Kept that one short and sweet and tried to keep it to the hmm. point, too. <laughs> And I feel like our last two episodes are like dumbass like, long. Here, let me just keep talking, and let me keep talking. I'm just gonna keep going because you guys just really like listening to me. <laughs> and I really hope you guys enjoyed my story so about many, my own. Pirate. How many people died in total? Twenty-two. Ugh. Yeah, that's ew. And people still, I would not live there. I could not. I would. I mean, like. If it was one... That's... Yeah, I was just about to say that. Maybe two if it was, like, an older couple, you know, that just kind of died with each other. Maybe. (laughs) Like, at the end of the notebook. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) But that would be the only way. Like, I I couldn't otherwise. Like, anything more than maybe two, like, no. 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 After two, there's a a habit happening. You know what I mean? Like... And like I said, the two has to be like an old couple <laughs> that like died months apart. Yeah. Yeah. I would not. Could you imagine you're like disclose because they have to disclose that, right? Yeah. That people have died there. Mm-hmm. Like so twenty two. There's people have no died here. especially nowadays there's no way around it because honestly everything is also on Google as well, so it's like you yeah. have to fucking come clean with that shit before you get sued. Oh my god. Yeah, no thank you. But I mean, I guess if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. Yeah. There's like, um... Oh, it's, uh... We'll probably do it later, I'm sure. The... The Anton LaVey house in San Francisco. Yeah, I passed on that one too. Or pa- was yeah. doing research Somebody on still one. actively lives there too. I feel like in a lot of these houses that I was looking at, there was more people that actively lived in the houses than not. Yeah. Only And only a few of them have been turned into touring spots, and, like, some of them have been shut down completely. Yeah. Like, I was honestly surprised that you could tour the Sally house. I, I would not want to get cut. Like, considering... Or scratched so or there's burned. So there's, like, a website that the... Pikmins have put up mm. for the house, like talking about their experiences and like all you know, all the investigations and shit. Mm-hmm. And they, on their website, they like highly recommend that you don't go in there. Like they like, yeah, I know, like they offer tours or whatever, but like mm-hmm. we highly recommend, like for the safety of yourself and your family, like yeah. you don't go in there. But you know. One star review. Nothing happened. <laughs> you never know. So yeah, it's super weird. I mean, it could also be on like a down day where they're just like taking breaks. Yeah. Or preoccupied with something else. You never yeah. know. Or sick of people's shit. Yeah. 
I'm sure everybody goes and takes Instagram photos on the front porch. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. Well, that's fun. Mm. Hopefully I don't, um, instigate any creepiness tonight. <laughs> I hope you don't either, because I don't want to hear it on the podcast later. <laughs> yeah, I hope when I go back and listen to the recording, I don't hear other voices. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm playing that for you. No. Yeah, you need to hear it. It's I don't need weird. to hear shit. It's... I won't be able to sleep at night. That's fine. Well, I had to hear it. Okay, so you're the one. And who... I have to live in you're the house the one where it was recorded. Who, like, <laughs> opted to do all of the the piecing together and all the. Special stuff with it. <laughs> the special stuff. Oh my so, god. So, you know. I just show up every Tuesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and sometimes I bring snacks. <laughs> yeah, not today, though. Sorry, my kids. So, uh, Loki comes out tonight at midnight. Oh, it does. I haven't even finished fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm like... Dude, the last, like, month, like, from, like, the beginning of May until this last weekend, like, I have been nonstop. Like, I haven't had time to do anything. Hmm. Like, from, like, art show to the last day of school to getting ready for summer camp and, like, all this shit. The kid's birthday and stuff. Like, this weekend, I'm like... Just want to sit in my underwear and not do shit, and then catch up on all my shows. Yeah, that's a good idea. I want to get the Loki Lucky Charms. Uh, yes. Maybe we'll get that for the next episode. Yeah, record. Just buy me a box when you find it. Kyle's getting us Post Malone wine. Uh, that's what he said like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, "Can you get me two bottles then?" And he was like. Oh, they're twenty one ninety nine each. I don't want to hear shit because he fucking spotted someone like $150 to buy a really nice bottle of tequila. He did get paid back, but like... And I'm like, bitch, I work. I know. I, mean, I have some Post Malone wine. Give me the fucking Post Malone. I paid him back for the last two bottles he bought. Okay. Like, shut the fuck up. He's gonna listen to this and be like, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> They're in Universal Studios. I'm sad. Are they at Universal today or are they at Magic Mountain? I don't know. Not that anybody really needs to know. I thought they were at Magic Mountain <laughs> yesterday. They were, but they're gone. Oh, yeah, they're gone until tomorrow. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So they must be at Universal. I didn't yeah. even think to ask for any Harry Potter stuff. And yeah, my, my, I didn't think my, to ask for anything. I just kind of like, <laughs> One of my clients is going to Disneyland before she comes and sees me. She's like, let me know if you want anything. And I'm like, I want that Haunted Mansion cake, but I don't think that'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> I want a new Disney coffee cup. I need to add to my collection. Okay, well, I'm not asking her to get you a cup. I'll give her money. <laughs> I work too. <laughs> Alright, send me what one you want and I'll hit her up. I'll hit her up. <laughs> I'll Venmo her. Just send me your Venmo. I will. Here's I ha- all the money. I have her Venmo. Oh, okay. See? Uh, because if everything goes right, I'm not going until fucking Thanksgiving, so. Yeah. And I'm, you know I won't be able to bring home a coffee cup then. <laughs> I wish you would just go a week later for my birthday. Well, if I had the week off after thanksgiving i would say yes but because i am very fortunate to have the whole week off and same with my kids 
I have to do what works. <laughs> I don't understand why you just can't go the week before. Because we will never hear the fucking end of it if none of us are home for Thanksgiving. Kyle can stay home. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good enough. <laughs> He's got more mood, you know? It's alright. Oh, yeah. Kyle and more mood. Kyle, my mood, Millie. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Yep. I'm eat my turkey leg and fucking pirates of Caribbean. <laughs> that's all I want to do. Uh, my client said that they're not serving turkey legs right now. <gasps> no! She said she it's most likely will change because of the capacity and all the rules changing, but mm-hmm. yeah, she said they're not serving turkey legs right now. Are they serving churros at least? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know why I even liked it. I don't like the turkey legs. They're not that great, They're but not. I'm just saying you know because I, it's Thanksgiving, you know. You know what I like though? It's those fucking deep fried chimichangas. Oh god, they're so good. You know what else is really good? Yeah, the corn dogs. The corn dogs. You know what else is good? But the corn dogs you can only get from that one cart on Main Street. Yeah, the red. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only cart you can get them by. That tape. That they're like deeply delicious. The raspberry macaroon. There's that, but I was thinking of the Cozy Cone Motel, like, soft serve ice cream. Mm, For some reason, that ice cream just hits different. It totally does. Uh, And I don't know why. Like, it's nothing special. It comes in a fucking cone, but it's, like, it just, it's better than the one on the boardwalk or on the pier. Yeah. You know what else is a hella good? When Kyle and I went for, like, that quick trip and we just did a food scavenger Mm -hmm. hunt at, what is it, Flo's? Oh, yes. It's the, uh... What is that? Bananas Foster's French Toast. Oh, that sounds delightful. Holy mackerel. You know what used to be hella good? The nachos from Ariel's Grotto. Or the one above it. The little bar. They still have them. The lobster nachos. It's closed. The cold bar? Yeah, they changed it into something else. Yeah, it's Lamplight Lounge. That's stupid. And they still have lobster nachos. It's still stupid. And to be absolutely honest, the food is actually better now. The sushi is hella good. They got pokey. Like pokey is good. I've tried almost everything. The mini donuts. Oh my god. They have mini donuts. Hella good. Um, yeah, I think I've tried almost all the food there. It, it's good. I actually like the food selection go better now. I just want to one time and just eat all the fucking food. Like, I don't even want to go on rides one time and go. I just want to eat all the food. I would never... Now that I'm not an annual pass holder, I would never pay that much to just go and eat only. <laughs> I had no problem with an annual pass going in and, like, yeah. eating most of the day. <laughs> then just eating. It's like, oh, I'll be back here in, like, a couple months. I know. I'm trying to explain to Brian, like, no, like, when we go, we gotta go. Like... We're not taking breaks. <laughs> like, we're hopping from one yeah. park to another. I'm not spending $350 a ticket to fucking yeah. just sit on our asses. Like, we ain't doing that. Nope, nope, not paying full price. Well, it's not 350 It's only, like, 290 Yeah, but still. But still. Like, everything. Like, I'll bring a stroller. The kids can nap in the stroller while I'm on Space Mountain. Like, <laughs> that's how we're gonna do this. Yeah, they're napping here. Nobody's swimming in any swimming pool. <laughs> nope. Oh, man. Uh, oh, I miss Disney food. I want that Haunted Mansion cake so fucking bad. It looks so good. Let's door dash it. <laughs> Dude, during the pandemic, you could. 
My heart. You could door dash from in there, I think. Mm. For a minute. I don't think it... I think it was, like, to get rid of the food they had and shut down and that was it. But, oh, man, you know what I've been craving since they shut down? Hmm. So for over a year. And it was, like, a... Like, I was craving it while pregnant. Oh, no. It's the freaking... That sandwich. The Monte Cristo The Monte Cristo Oh, my God, with the cranberries. I know this isn't, like, Disney Disney, but, like... One of my favorite things I think I've ever had in, like, downtown Disney was a fucking smoked salmon bagel. Oh, oh from the, uh... The, the... That Yuva Yeah, the Lounge bar. or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was hella good. So good. I love food. Anyways, <laughs> now that we've talked about Disney and food for the last 20 minutes... Well, it's better than, the, I guess, most shit we talk about anyway. I guess, yeah. Alright, you guys, well, you know the drill, again... Uh, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook. Uh, I, I don't think I've posted the last two weeks on Facebook on accident. I think last week you posted it on Tuesday. Oh, okay. And then this week hasn't really showed up anything. This last week at least. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm a little behind on that one. That's alright. I just posted my fucking things last night. My sources. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, and... You know, if you are able to, like, I don't know, I think, here, we'll ask, episode, once episode 20 hits, then, you know, maybe rate us wherever you can rate us. You know, give us a couple stars. <laughs> You're like, one star, hate it here. No, yeah, something. <laughs> Just something. Tell us how we're doing, I guess. I guess it's now time for, uh, for something. Some type of feedback. Know, anything. All the things. Yeah. If you're able to leave us a review somewhere, just leave us one. Or Even you if you text it to us, that's can, okay. Or you can wait longer. That's fine. Whatever. Or email it to us so nobody has to see it. Like, it's fine. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> we just read TripAdvisor freaking reviews on air. Read our own. <laughs> if anyone leaves us shitty reviews, I'm going to read them on the podcast. And say who it's from. <laughs> And put their handle so you can harass them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it. Um, yep. We will see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.